3: Apple
4: Podcasts
5: or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. (laughs)
6: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
5: Yes, it is Chris Broussard, and I'm joined by my man, Rob G., the super producer of the iCouple. Rob Parker is out, so Rob G. is in, and we are live, both of us from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Rob G, uh tireright.com is the way that tire buying should be. And this is the way sports talk radio should be. Fowler fair with JR Gamble of MLBbro.com will be coming up at the bottom of the hour. Rob G, the Lakers have pulled within 14. Yeah. They were down, was it 20?
1: They were down 20.
5: Yeah. Now it's 6652. Look, when they were up 20, I get that that's. A substantial lead, and they've certainly been controlling the game all night. But that is not, that is far from insurmountable in today's NBA. I mean, we've seen both of these teams and many other teams come back from and give away leads like this. Yeah. So with the three point shot, you can go cold or you can go hot, but that combination means that you see a lot of comebacks now from huge deficits, whereas years ago, this game would have been over, essentially. So, um, I am I mean, the, the Grizzlies look good. We'll see if they can keep it up, though. I'm not writing off the Lakers at this point. Are you? Uh,
1: kind of. I mean, look, the Lakers played at the level of their competition. We talked about at the top of the show that. Yeah, that's a problem. The last few weeks, especially, you know, when they had to get in, when they were playing the good teams, they played really well and they look like the best version of themselves. They play the bad teams, Utah Jazz, twice and they struggle to get these wins. Right. Um, right. by the way, shout out to Anthony Davis for going going full Russell Westbrook here in this game. Five blocks defensively, just a menace on that end, while also going one for nine on the offensive end shades of Russell Westbrook game 1 for the Los Angeles Clippers. Then you LeBron, said Russ, the, you said Russ played well in game 1. Is Anthony did. Davis playing well in game 2?
5: Well, Russ's stat uh standard is not as high That's true. as Anthony That's Davis point. is anymore. Um I thought Russ was excellent. Uh, obviously, 3 for 19 He was great in game excellent. 2. He he was great all the way around in game 2, no doubt about that. But um I I thought remember we talked about LeBron and and look, he's the only one with double figure scoring right now for the Lakers. He got 16. Um, So he, he's maybe helping them mount a comeback, but I thought he came out kind of looking for a shot, Rob G. Right. And I think LeBron is one good enough. And two, I think it should have been more. Let me get these, the other guys going. And if they don't have it, then, okay, I got to step up and start taking over. But I think, I, I think he started looking for a shot and I mean, he's seven for 13. He's one for five from three, but he's, he's scoring, but, and maybe the other guys wouldn't be in a rhythm anyway. Cause none of them are shooting the ball. Well, yeah, three, a, three a, for 11
1: for 38 guys, not named LeBron. But
5: everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So, but do you agree? I mean, I do, I do think LeBron came out looking at for a shot. And I think that was the wrong approach.
1: Yeah, LeBron's usually very good at, at measuring a game and figuring out, especially in his advanced age, when he needs to kind of start taking over. It looked to me, because they started off so slow, both teams, I think they had 15 points combined through the first seven minutes of the of the first quarter, that he decided, you know, I got to just put my stamp on this one and let's run out. They're, they're slow. We're slow. I, I got to do something. And he kind of put his fingerprints on the game too soon. Mm. Right. I know that that kind of seems counterintuitive, but I think it, it it goes to exactly what you're saying, that the Lakers are at their best when everybody is right. eating. And LeBron and look, decided to do it a little bit earlier than expected.
5: And maybe Austin Reeves, or not maybe, but Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, some of the other guys, have Rui, they're yeah. not going to eat every night. Right. I mean, they're not good enough. Uh, that's why, that's yes, the difference between a role player and a star. But I I do think, you know... They didn't get in that rhythm, but we'll see. Like I said, there's a lot of time left. And um, this is a 14-point lead with 20 minutes of playing time left. Uh, It is not insurmountable. And no John Morant still. Right, right, right. Um, Let's get to uh, another series in the Western Conference, Rob G, and that's the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers. Phoenix evened up the series last night. With a resounding victory, and all of their big four delivered. Uh, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul. Here were their numbers. They won 123-109, Rob G. And uh, Durant had 25. Uh, Booker had 38. Ayton had 14, but was big. I think that was the second quarter. When he was big, hit a bunch of little mid-range shots. And Chris Paul with 16, he he hit a bunch of mid-range shots. They all did, uh, to be honest. That's what they do. And even Tory Craig chipped in. He was the three-point uh, guy for them. He was five for eight from Trey. But he had 17 as that fifth starter. But you said something to me earlier before the show that uh, was a bit, might surprise people. You said you feel better or you felt better about the Suns' chances of winning it all after game one that when they lost than you did after game two when they won. Explain yourself.
1: Sure. Well, it's two parts. Number one in game one, it, it took Kevin Durant a good quarter and a half to first half to really get going. He started off very slow. Uh, he looked rusty. He looked like a guy who hadn't played in a week and a half after missing whatever it was, two months with or excuse me, two weeks with the ankle injury, so I expected that the 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 medicine to get it going in game two was hey we're just going to feature Kevin Durant he's going to get right back to where he's always been he's going to go God mode and we're going to roll in game two the sense of urgency is going to be there so on and so forth. Not only did that not happen, they fell down 13 points in the second quarter, and the only reason they were able to come back is that Devin Booker had one of the all time great quarters. In Phoenix Suns playoff history, and they had to play their big three of Booker, KD, and Chris Paul forty plus minutes. And the reason why I'm down on them now Chris played 38. Well, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> I stand corrected. When a guy when he's thirty seven, it feels like fifty minutes, you know, you know, know what I mean? I hear you. I hear but um the reason why I'm down on them, at least right now, is because I don't think that style of play is sustainable. I don't think if you're Phoenix, you can rely on Kevin Durant and Devin Booker playing over 43 minutes a game and Chris Paul playing 38, 39 minutes a game and expect to win a championship. If you're going to do that, then every series has to be five or less games. Because at some point, these guys are going to wear that. It may not happen in this series against the Clippers. It may not happen against Denver. But at some point, it's going to catch up to you because these are heavy minutes. And in this series in particular, the NBA did them no favors by scheduling each game on alternating days. The Lakers have two days off in between game one and two. And two and three, and a lot of these teams actually do. the The Warriors have two days off between games two and three, even though I don't
5: understand why the league did that. And, yeah, and and, and 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 here's this, Rob G. Tomorrow night, the Warriors and the Kings, and the Suns and the Clippers are going to be on at the same time. Stupid, right? I mean, it's it, come on, that ticks me off. But anyway, I hear you. I mean, obviously, the Suns' weakness is their depth. They gave up a lot of their depth to get Kevin Durant. And then you throw in the campaign injury, and we don't know when he'll be back as the backup point guard. But that's the reason Chris Paul is playing so many of these minutes. And if Paul's not in, you're probably running Devin as your backup point. And so that that's why he's playing essentially the whole game. So I agree that the depth is a concern. And, you know, you kind of glossed over that Denver series, first of all. And I get it. It's the Timberwolves who... You know, you don't know what you're going to get from them. They can be up. They can be down. They do have talent. But still, Denver looked great in dispensing to them uh, by what? About 30 yes. um, in game one. They play game two tonight. Uh, and remember, Denver not only has the home court advantage, but that home court is in altitude. Right. So it's they, it does make it. I played once in Denver. I, obviously, I'm not on their level. But I played ball in Denver before and Rob G you feel it Mm -hmm. you definitely feel it and so I, I hear you I mean I that can't be their plan and I think they ideally would like to get these guys some minutes but they're in a dogfight and the Clippers could end up being their toughest series in the in the Western Conference and Rob G I so I hear your concerns I do think Phoenix wins this series. And I think they got to work those minutes out. But I'm going to say this. This series is just what the doctor ordered for the Phoenix Suns. This, Rob, those eight games that they played with Kevin Durant at the end of the season or toward the end of the season, you might as well call those exhibition games. They're playing bad teams or teams that are resting guys. And that's why when they stepped into the arena against the Clippers for game one, and it was at a whole different level, they weren't ready. This group needs to go through something tough together. They need a foxhole experience. They need some time together where they learn who they can trust. I can lean on you. You got my back. Are we going to be able to pull this off? Our backs are against the wall. What are we made of? They didn't get any of that in those eight games. But they're going to get it now. They are going to get it with the Clippers and Russell Westbrook with the eye of the tiger. I tell you that much.
1: Former Laker Russell Westbrook.
5: Yeah, and if y'all meet him, he's going to have the eye of the tiger
1: too. (laughs) Right.
5: That boy, as intense as he always is, he is really uh, through the roof in this series. but. I think this is good for them, Rob G. This is what they need. They're playing a team that's well-coached. They're playing a team that's deep. They're playing a team that is tough, that has a superstar, and that wants nothing more. I mean, Russell Westbrook got a chip on his shoulder to beat Kevin Durant. And I think that's good for them. And if they do survive this series, which I think they will, I think they'll be the better for it and you've heard that saying before, and I think it'll apply to this series. Whatever doesn't kill you will make you stronger.
1: Well, Chris, I agree with your sentiment 1,000%. And that's one of the reasons why I asked Eddie House in hour one are you concerned about Boston just rolling through Atlanta too easily, where they're not going to be really hardened up for what's going to come in round two against Philadelphia? And he said, "No, obviously he has his reasons, and that's fine."
5: I think the difference there yeah, right. quickly is just they've been through it. Sure, together yeah. Before.
1: So I I understand that. My my question though with you as it relates to the Suns, because I agree that that them going through it is a good thing. My only problem with it is, it seems like they only got like six guys who are going through it. And can you can you handle that moving forward? Where I only trust these four, the big four, and then occasionally I trust you know Tory Craig, or occasionally I trust well, Josh. I mean, Tory's
5: starting, so he's getting this. Yeah, but pluses, it doesn't bro. mean that bro, they Kobe tru- got fifteen. Sure, okay, so we the, trust. Um,
1: we know who these five are. Well, we got four we don't know who the rest. You talk of them.
5: about trust. They got four that they really trust to yes. deliver something to us. But then, like I said, Craig's been playing great. He's almost averaging twenty points in this series. No, it's only two games, but a Kogi, I think you can trust the Kogi as a bench player. Mm -hmm. Then it gets shaky. I mean, Biombo is all right, I think, as a backup center. Um, Damian Lee, who played well for the Warriors last year, in in his role, they got to get more out of him. uh, Ish Wayne, right? Yeah, the depth is an issue. I I I don't don't know know why T.J. Warren's
1: not getting any minutes.
5: Yeah, you know, he's he's always banged up. Who kn- he might be banged he might up be banged a little up bit now, right, now. right? Yeah, <laughs> right. You're right. I mean, he was a part of that trade, the Durant trade that I thought was to helped him yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But he just can't stay healthy. So um, but your point is well taken.
1: Yours too. I, I don't yeah. like that we have kind of like conflicting views, but we agree at the same time. It's it's confusing to me.
5: Well, you you it what happens is you come out with your hot take. <laughs> I, hit, I, I come okay. back with something strong, right? Uh, in the opposite direction, and then you act. You are yes, not so. gonna
1: Monty me right now, like you did in <laughs> hour one, where she was totally disagreeing yeah, with you, totally. and then thirty seconds later, you know
5: what, Chris? I'm with she you. Know where the bread is? Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is the eye couple, Chris, Bruce, Art, Rob, G. is your turn to weigh in 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369. How are you feeling about the Phoenix Suns? I mean, when Kevin Durant went there, a lot of people thought they'd win the championship. They still are favored by Vegas in the West. Um, are you worried about them, their lack of depth? Or do you think their big four is enough to carry them all the way through the West? 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. It is your turn to weigh in with the odd couple.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
3: My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
6: I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken
7: care of.
3: And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
8: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount By combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Uh, The Phoenix Suns, are you concerned about their lack of depth costing them a championship?
1: All right, uh, again, quick day on the Lakers. Lakers were down 20, midway through the third quarter. They closed to within six. It is now back to 12, heading into the fourth. Keeping an eye on that one. But for now, let's get out to the phones. MJ is in New Orleans. MJ, you're on the occupable Fox Sports Radio. What you got?
4: What's up, Chris and Rob? G. What's happening?
5: What up? What up? Hey, hey your hey, connection's uh, bad. Are you on speaker? Oh, my yeah, it's not good. Okay. Yeah,
1: we need you to call us back, buddy. All right, let's keep it moving. We got a full bank of phone calls. No problem with that. Gary is in Houston. Gary, you're on the Couple Fox Sports Radio, what you got?
6: Yeah, okay. Uh, before I point, Rob G, uh, you need to be like
5: a permanent, like, fill guy,
1: I think. Okay. But,
5: um. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he, he makes for a nice punching bag.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm no way so, from Salaam, but I'll take it.
6: <laughs> yeah. Okay, for so the Suns, I'm not worried because out of all the teams, I think they have the most room for improvement each, each round because they're such, a, they're such a new team. And, That's and, a good point. and, and then about the Clippers, Ty Lu not playing Covington is so insane and it's just insulting. Covington is as a good defender. Batum played 40 minutes this series and giving me three points. Put Covington in.
5: Yeah, but Tomb, and they, he's, he's been their primary defender a, a lot, uh, at least last night, on Durant. And obviously, well, just his size, right? Much. Yeah, I mean, but Covington can give you that too. Look, Ty Lu's a fantastic coach. It's hard to question him, but yeah, I mean, Covington's a nice player.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the, the Clippers are easily the deeper team in this series, oh, right? Yeah. Like, you just, you, not it's not coach. hard by watching. And to think about it, They haven't even shown all of their depth yet because, to uh, Gary's point, Covington hasn't played. He's a 6'8 wing-ish type player. Marcus Morris hasn't played, and he was starting for them, what, like 40, 50 games this year.
5: Right, right.
1: So they have other tools in the box they can go to if they need it. Phoenix just doesn't. So that could make this series... Very, very interesting as it shifts back no to Los doubt. Angeles. No doubt. Um all right, MJ, we got him back. We'll bump up into the front of the line since he was on before. MJ from New Orleans. What's up, man?
4: What's up, Robin Cruz?
1: What's up? What up?
4: Yeah, I walked away from the phone, my bad. Hey, uh, I'm not really concerned with them. You know, this Fox talk talk and all this and all that. Those guys have been playing a long time. I'm more concerned with Monty Williams and how he got out coached by Coach Bud. By trying to put uh, Aiden on Giannis a couple of years ago in the finals. We see that they have the players, they're just not utilizing those players. That concerns me more than. What players are they, aren't they Chris utilizing? What? They're not util- utilizing Terrence Mann. They're not utilizing. Uh, That's who, the Clippers. Who, who Terrence Mann, Man uh, for the Clippers. Terrence Mann, I'm sorry, Terrence Ross. They're not utilizing uh-huh. Terrence Ross, not utilizing the player that was drafted by the Suns that came with KD in the trade you guys were just talking about. I'm not so TJ sure Warren. he's not. Hey, he,
5: I think he might yeah. get banged up.
4: Yeah. I'm not sure that he, he is. I mean, we see him suited up and whatnot, so I don't he know. He was before and the
5: series. There were questions about it. He's like, there's questions. but I, mean, I will say, Chris, that's
1: know. kind of funny that your first react, Like we, we reaction. I honestly have no idea why he's not playing. But it just says a lot about T.J. Warren's history that I don't think you know what's going on. Even you're assuming, yeah, I mean, he's probably hurt.
5: Well, he, I like, mean, he like was process before, of
1: elimination, right? Like he's but I remember probably before
5: hurt. the series, there were there were he did have some health concerns. Right, so right. That was yeah, and
1: he he hadn't played what in two years, I think, since the bubble. Yeah, I mean, he's
5: he's since the bubble, he's pretty much been banged up.
1: Okay, true or false, Chris? Quickly before we get to trending, bubble T.J. Warren. Better or much better than Michael Jordan.
6: (laughs) Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
3: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
5: And it's time for Foul or Fair with our man, Jr. Gamble of MLB Bro. That,
6: that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues.
5: Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe
6: it. My, oh, my. Is it foul
7: or is it fair? And now from MLBBro.com. Here's J.R. Gamble. Just like Bob the big voice man said, it is time for another riveting edition or foul or fair where we had to go above and beyond now to bring one of the most illustrious, well-known, and the best of the best top-of-the-line insider in MLB that we actually had to send Rob Parker home today just to make sure J.R. Gamble knows his place among the show. It's none other other than J.R. Gamble himself. What's up, my guy? Welcome into the show.
6: Thank you. How are you today, fellas? Somebody
5: kidnapped Rob or Rob just wants Rob to be Chris's new partner? Rob P. needed a break, so we brought in Rob G.
1: I also slashed his yeah. tires, but that's besides
5: the You part. upgraded.
7: Okay. Oh, okay. Man. So we all know how this segment goes. and If it's your first time, here's a quick rundown for you. I'm going to bring these guys three hot baseball topics where they're either going to tell me it's foul or fair and give us some hot sports opinions behind it. And there's nobody better than the man himself from MLB Bro, because you need to know. So, JR, are you ready to have some fun? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's go, my guys. So the first topic here for you guys is Clayton Kershaw earned his 200th career win last night, which is impressive in its own right, until you add in the fact that he's the only 200-game winner of the live ball era with a sub 2.5 ERA. Easy question here, JR, Freya. you. Foul or fair to say Clayton Kershaw is the greatest pitcher of the last 100 years? foul. That is a foul ball.
6: Oh, wow. I don't think anyone would say that. He might be the best pitcher of the last 15 years, but then again, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander would
7: right.
6: uh, lay some claim to that title as well. I mean, Kersh- you know, Kershaw's a Hall of Famer, and despite his postseason struggles, he got his ring, he's been a regular season brick wall, but when guys like Greg Maddox, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson, Dwight Good, and the list goes on and on, Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax, Tom Seaver, they've all pitched in the last century. So as my uncle Jethro used to say, that's a heck to the no. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that is definitely foul. That is a foul ball. Again, if you wanted to say he's the best pitcher this century, which sounds like, oh wow, really? I mean, we're only twenty-three years into the century, but even then, as uh, Jr. mentioned, there's a few guys that would argue that. Look, the bottom line, you, I wouldn't even. I don't think this would change my opinion, but if he had a stellar record in the playoffs, yeah, then. You might want to discuss it. But because he struggled so badly in the postseason, it's not even up for debate. And, and JR mentioned a bunch of names. You know, I, I don't even need to repeat them. I wouldn't throw Dwight Gooden in there just because the, the, he wasn't as, you know, didn't have as long of a career. But, um, of course. yeah, I, no, there's no way. No
1: way. It's a hat trick. That's foul.
5: That is a foul ball. But
1: only because of the way you phrase the question. Is he the greatest? No, he cannot be because his postseason record is just not good, right? right? If you want to say he's the best pitcher, then I would say that that's fair. How? Because Wait, the best pitcher the of the best. last hundred it's years. It's the same argument.
8: It's the same argument that people use that.
1: in favor of Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. If you yeah, just watch
8: that, if you I'm just sorry, watch Brian. Aaron Rodgers You're play,
1: he is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. But because he doesn't yeah. have the postseason success, or he, he doesn't have, have a claim no. to be called the greatest. Clayton Kershaw is a three time Cy Young winner and twice finished second. He is absolutely yeah. dominant. He is the Peyton Manning yeah, no no, of, of, of
5: Major League Baseball. Roger Clemens was a 7. Of when, of course. did Clemens win 7-7? Randy Johnson. Randy saying,
6: Johnson. If, if, if they Clemens, were so good, it's, it's Bass, my Cole, turn, dang better. it.
1: It's my turn.
6: Skip Bayless so style. Out on the limb, if, if, we can't even
1: If they were so good, then why is Clayton the only guy in 100 years to be 200 wins and a sub-2-5 ERA? They had
5: 300 wins. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are they sub
1: are they sub yeah, he
6: also he He's also pitched a lot less innings than those. We don't, we don't
5: want to go there. Yep. We don't want to no, go there. I made, I made yeah. my
1: point. America agrees Your with Your
5: point me. is horrendous. That's <laughs> the worst point that's ever been made on a Yahoo couple. And not saying something. Because how do you even remove... The postseason from best because it doesn't count it as the football. regular season. <coughs> football is different because you got the Mike defense. Trout
1: gets a try uh, has a case for best player ever. He's never oh. been in the playoffs one time. No, he doesn't. Shohei Otani. you guys are all over Show He ain't, it. Man, again, show. Her, hey, he ain't making the postseason
5: affect the game like a pitcher. Mike Trout. We're getting is not, sidetracked. Is not in the top anything. Stop it, right? We're getting, we're not, getting sidetracked. Stop it. Gosh.
7: We might t- not bring
5: Rob G back for the day. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know what's funny? Just leave it to the Odd Couple to all three agree on something and still have an argument. That's right. That's just—it's <laughs> amazing. Right. It's amazing. I love it. it's right. amazing. So Fowler fair with the great J.R. Gamble from MLB Bro, because y'all need to know we let Rob Parker off because he just can't handle it. JR's greatness anymore. So second one for you guys here. Stop me if you've heard this before, JR, Yankee slugger Giancarlo, no say parlo, Stanton uh, is, is hurt again. So New York, uh, they announced that he will miss the next six weeks with a hamstring injury. Is this guy Achilles? We'll find out. Even before this one, Stanton had missed over 40% of the team's game since joining the Yankees. So JR. It's real simple here. Is it foul or fair to say that New York is better off just trading Stanton away now?
6: Foul. That is a foul ball. I mean, not at all. I, I feel when he's healthy, he's a force. He'll, he's he'll not probably not be the next. He'll listen. He'll probably be the next player to 500 homers. So he's done something somewhere along the line of his career. Um, some players happen to be injury prone so fine-tuned that, you know, they have these nagging injuries that continue to build up. The Twins ain't thinking about trading Byron Buxton. He hasn't played 100 games since 2017. Why? Because when he's on the field, he has a great, great impact. Uh, You know, all of the fuss from these spoiled Yankee fans over Stanton, one huge postseason will change all that noise. You don't change a guy. You don't trade a guy who can get you 30 bombs in his sleep and is one of the most feared power hitters. In the game, and if he can't play, who are you going to trade him to for that contract at this point?
5: No, uh, I must say it's a tough one, but I, I'll go fair. It's a fair ball, but here's why Whew. like, I'm not giving him away. I get a lot of what JR said was right in that he is valuable, and I mean, you know, he's a great hitter, there's no doubt about it, but he's hurt all the time, and I would just say I wouldn't give him away. Uh, but I would see what's out there if I could get some better pitching or another comparable hitter who's more who's healthier. Then I would do that because Jr. The best ability is availability. For sure, I, I just don't think the Yankees have enough hitting without him.
6: But
1: uh, they got I, it yeah. I'm gonna say that's foul. That is a foul ball. Quickly, the Thank only you. the only reason being is because you just got to go into it expecting he's going to miss time in the regular season. But when it comes mm-hmm. to the postseason, he is electric. He had nine home runs in his first eighteen career postseason games back. with the yeah, Yankees. Then <laughs> that's why they're walking me back for the next Fowler affair. But again, if you go into it expecting Kawhi Leonard, you're going to be very happy. If you go into it expecting LeBron James, you're going to be upset. So why just oh, nowhere expectations? Talking
5: baseball. Why is Rob G talking Because I produced the <laughs> Inside Why the Parker podcast that you never miss, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I do
1: never miss it.
7: <laughs> Fowler Fair with a great Jared Gamble here. Rob G sitting in for the yeah. luxurious Rob Parker and Chris Broussard, you know, basketball guy. So, guys, I have the last one here for you, and I want this one to be the best one. We'll end it here quickly. So, JR, MLB commissioner told The Athletic this week that owners would like to limit the length of oh. contracts teams can offer players. It should be noted, though, that only... There's only been 23 contracts within, I guess you could say, the last 10 years in baseball history that have been this big, but five of those were handed out in the last year alone. So, Jr., is it foul or fair to say that baseball would be better off without contract length limits? It's fair.
6: It's a fair ball. I mean, I don't think it matters. The owners have more money than guys, and most of them choose to not spend it to improve their own teams. So we aren't foolish. Why do contracts even matter, right? You can never pay the players what they're actually worth because they're the ones the fans come to see anyway. The owners tend to be, you know, more greedy and they always want that huge piece of the pie regardless of how much money's produced. And they do really nothing but collect more money. So if this was about improving the game for fans, then maybe. But when is it ever with billionaires crying broke and fighting to make more billions? No, doesn't does even matter. The, the contract should be at apply to how well the players play. And if that works 10 years, 800 million pay it. Why are we helping the owners? The billionaires.
5: Jr., you made some great points, but I have no idea what side you're on. So um, <laughs> I must say, uh, I think foul. <laughs> That is a foul ball. Well, here's why I say foul. I don't like the 13-year the contracts. But, and JR, you know more about this. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the fact that they keep the players in, you know, arbitration in the, that first deal so long, right, before they can hit mm-hmm. free agency, that that's why they get the long contracts because it's almost making up for the years when they couldn't get paid even though they were delivering in their prime. So, I think unless and if I do think they should shorten the contracts, but I think you have to let the players become free agents earlier. Does that f- make sense, Jr.? Yeah, that, that that makes that makes plenty of sense. That makes plenty of sense, but
6: at the end of the day, with, with the contracts, they have they have the money to pay them, but players don't most baseball players those first three years determine if they'll even be in a position to ever make a huge contract. A lot of those guys don't even make it past the three years, Chris. They're sent down to the minors. They have a good year. They're sent down and come back up. They really don't even make it to the point where they can sign those big contracts. A lot of guys do. And then once you get there, hey, you got there and you can get the money. Uh, I don't don't think there should be length limits. Why? Because we know that who's going to really fulfill a 13-year contract? No one. It's really about the money, right? Like every contract, football, it's about the money you're getting up front, right? The fact that Bobby Bonnie is getting a million dollars every year of July night. people make a big deal about that. Are you kidding me? Like, who cares? <laughs> a million mm-hmm. dollars? That doesn't matter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need limits. What do you think, Rob?
1: Uh I don't think forgot the forgot the question. Uh I, I think it's foul. Um all, all I'm gonna say is uh, it's not my job to protect you from giving out these stupid ass contracts. That's all I'm, that, I, I, I like if you're it's, if you think it's a good idea to give out 13 years, $350 million, that's your fault.
5: Period. All right. And just that like is, that,
7: Fox Sports Radio signed Rob G for life. Thank you, Rob G. That's you right. been it's, fun.
5: it's foul or fair. JR, great stuff. Thank he you. Appreciate you, brother. Rob all right, check him out on MLBBro.com because you need to know. Keep, keep it locked for more I Couple Fox Sports Radio.
7: and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah.
5: All right, it's the I couple Chris Broussard. Rob G is in the house filling in for Rob P, Rob Parker, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios, and uh, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy. And affordable, you can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection will be in one place, and that is a beautiful thing. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob G., I told you this game was not over. The Lakers, don't look now. You love that same. But the Lakers are within six, 92-86 with three minutes, 20 seconds left, so plenty of time. And uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, you now you believe in or what? Am I believing that the Lakers are going to win this game? No,
1: I'm not believing that they're going to win this game. Um, I, I don't trust that they'll be able to make enough shots here down the stretch because even though they've closed the gap, there's really only like two and a half guys who are shooting the ball well. It's LeBron, it's Rui, and in the last couple of minutes... Well, and uh, LeBron's scoring. Well, yeah, excuse me, really yes, scoring sure. well right. is uh, Austin Reeves. You know, AD has had a nightmarish night offensively. D'Angelo Russell, the price keeps going down through every big game that he plays. And so I, I don't think that they'll be able to really get over the hump here in the last three minutes.
5: Yeah, this is why I was so surprised by D'Angelo's game one, where he played well. Because... I mean, I'm sorry. He just hasn't performed in the playoffs. Going into that game one, I think his previous seven games he had only scored tw- more than 12 points once. Jeez. And he was shooting about 30%, 30 something percent from the floor. So, he um he has not been, you know, proven to be a big game performer. And tonight, 5 points on 2 of 10 shooting 1 of 4 from 3. Lakers 6 for 21 from 3. I think LeBron has played well. The only criticism I'd have of LeBron who has 26 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists is one for seven from three. Sometimes LeBron falls too in love with the three. He's not like a really good three-point shooter. You see him, though, posting up down low. They can't stop him. Right. And so I, I, I want LeBron either driving or in a game like this where AD just for whatever reason, doesn't have it going. i like to see LeBron go inside. Like, even posting up, you know, or getting under the bucket where they they really, these teams have trouble stopping him. So that would be my only thing with LeBron. But, look, he's the only guy that's really Done delivered. It, right. Hachimura has 20, Rob G. The I, Japanese that, Jordan.
8: Look.
5: What was that? The, the Japanese, Japanese Jordan. <laughs> they might not win it tonight, this game, but you got to like that these two games, Hachimura yeah. has delivered for you. As I mean, simple as time. he's
1: making his open shots. Like, I know it sounds right. like, hey, you know, he's doing a lot of well. He's wide open and he's making it. So that's good. Uh, on the flip side, though, if you look over to the Eastern Conference, no Giannis, no problem. Right. Your Milwaukee Bucks up by 21 points midway through the second quarter against Miami.
5: Well, look, and I said this today on First Things First. Um, Shout out to the Bucks. They're 11-8 and eight this year without Giannis. Um, so they they got some good players and they you know they play well Chris Middleton I don't know what he's doing tonight but he had 33 in that game one which was a great sign because he hadn't had the type of you know he's been banged up been hurt he's got 10 and points. really okay he's got 10 so maybe though that was a sign you know what I mean that he might be getting back to who he used to be but um some of this is on Miami I mean you talking about the Lakers, being a bit up and down Miami. It it was a week ago that Atlanta was beating them back. Right. Right. I mean, they are one of the most inconsistent teams in the league. So I'm not surprised at all to see this from the heat, but um, Rob G I look, I got to give you your props, man. Thank you. you. Well, thank you. You you did well. And you, you got another one.
7: The black effects presents family therapy. And I'm your host, Elliot Connie.